What up, what up, what up, my people? Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate it. It keeps me going, and I just love to contribute and help because I know that I did not get where I am completely alone. I had tons of mentors, tons of teachers, tons of classes, you know, just a lot of inspiration along the way, so I'm happy to give back. So this is part two of your questions, and we have a few questions here that we'll get to today, and I I love questions because I love to really hone in on exactly what it is that you need, want, or are having trouble with. Um, and I'll just touch on this before we start the questions and answers, which is a lot of people that I speak to and contact me don't know how much money they're making. They don't know what is coming in on services. They might know that enough isn't coming in, but they still don't know how much is coming in. And I think it's really important for that. So I do have a workshop monthly that's called Boardroom Beauties Workshop. It's a three hour workshop you spend with me and I keep the attendance really low. So it's like you get like, you know, almost like a one-on-one. -on -one. A lot of people have a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with me and then the group gets to hear and that helps and vice versa when I'm talking to someone else it really probably helps and answers your questions or goes deeper so really look into that because it's a two-part two-part workshop the first part is we go over marketing and creating an elevator pitch touching a little bit on social media marketing but I have a social media class but it's more so how to get clients and if you know how to get clients with an elevator pitch you can use that both for in-person and uh, social. The second half, we go into how to track your services, how to keep your numbers, how to create a spending plan, those kind of things. And I make it really fun. So it's not tedious. A lot of times artists, myself included, I don't like keeping my numbers, but when you keep them, the universe literally throws opportunities at you because you have your financial house in order. And I've said it again, financial house in order at first does not mean you have a lot of money coming in and you have way more money than expenses sometimes you know we come from places we don't know anything so when we start to actually get into the numbers we're like all right i already knew this but i'm 1500 each month in the hole i'm going into debt each but once you at least get that information there's a way to get out of it and if you're not in that situation you're actually making a profit then keeping your numbers you will be able to have more so sometimes we we work really really hard i did this i worked really really hard i'm working working, working. i just can't it just it just won't click something isn't working out so once i start to keep my numbers and get those in order you know the universe really did throw opportunities at me that that's just how it works so i just want to let you know that okay so first question is what what do you do when you are in a funk with work when you don't feel motivated or you're bored so a lot of people have been coming to me with this. You know, a lot of people want long nail clients. Like they have clients. Their issue isn't that they don't have enough clients. They have enough clients, but they're just enough short nail clients. And they're getting bored because they don't want to go to work and do these short nails. They want to feel that artist expression and be able to do all these long nails. So first, if you're in that category, know someone like that. First, I want to address it as you are a paid artist. You're getting paid to paint people's nails. And I know it might bore you at first because they're short nails and not long, but just know that I'm speaking to 90% of the people that are dying, ready to quit, burnout, can't make money, can't get clients. So if you're a person that's getting paid clients, but they're just not the clients that you want because it's not fulfilling you, your artist side, 
take a look at that first and, and really honor what you have and what you've done. Keep your short nail clients. And we're gonna find ways to be able to market to the girls that do wear long nails. I have a book called The 55 Places to Market Your Beauty Business. In that, it's gonna show you places where there probably are people that you can market to that are gonna want these long nails. And then once it's on them, people are gonna see them. So it could be drag queens, it could be your local musicians that come through, like local bands. It could be the girls that work, like the bartenders that work at the really um, pop-in lounge or the waitresses or the, you know, the girls at the strip clubs, um, just fashionistas, you know, girls like that. You gotta market in that area. That's how you can get, you know, more of those kind of clients. Now, there's also other ways where you can just do really amazing nails, you know, find a model that wants it done and get that out of your system. Do it once a week, once or twice a week. Do it as, you know, uh, have a model and then photo shoot it and make it like an Instagram photo shoot. That's what a lot of people are doing. A lot of people that you're seeing on Instagram might have two or three of these type of clients, but they're doing other nails to pay the bills, right? So there's that. And then there don't, I'm not saying that you can't have a, a full book of all people that like those type of nails either. Now, they weren't asking specifically that, but that's a lot of times what comes up, but it's what do you do when you're in a funk with work when you don't feel motivated or bored? So what I do is I will do something that kind of educates and inspires me at the same time. So I'll go to the library and I'll look through those big coffee table art books or big coffee table fashion books, right? I'll look at stuff like that and it kind of inspires more the art side of me. If I'm, if I need to do stuff more like on with the online business stuff, I'll take an online class or I'll watch some YouTube videos on how to market or what are the new trends on Instagram all that stuff. And then it, it like infuses you and gets you back into it. If you want to take a one-on-one -on -one with me, I would suggest you do that because there's lots of people who are just about to quit. They have a one-on-one -on -one with me and they're so engaged and inspired. And I'm not giving a one-hour sermon on my one-on-one -on -one just to motivate you. I am giving you a sermon, <laughs> but I'm motivating you, but giving you the practical steps so they can actually be implemented. That's what happens a lot of the times with motivational speakers and church and preachers and all that. They are hyping you, but not actually giving you the tools. You know, I'm, I'm all down for God and things like that. But sometimes with religion and stuff, the preachers will get on my nerves because they're really just hyping you and speaking and all these roundabout things. But then if you're a person that's in crisis and chaos, that hype just one day a week isn't going to work. You need implementation daily to get out of it. So those are things that I do. If I feel like I'm in a funk or board or go to a trade show so you can network with other nail techs, go into some of the, I haven't been really venturing into Facebook groups and stuff like that, but I hear that a lot. So go into a Facebook group that is actually motivating and inspiring and helpful, not like bashing ones. People have told me there's bashing ones. And if there is anyone on here listening, I am going to start to be doing stuff on Facebook groups because I'm going to drop an app and I would like to like let people know throughout Facebook and Facebook groups and stuff like that. So if you'd like to help me with that because you know the, the space of Facebook groups, I would really like that. And then we can do an exchange. You can join the app for free or we can work out something if you need a class or session from me. But if you're skilled in the Facebook kind of arena and Facebook groups and you want to either run that for me or just help or give tidbits, you know, please reach out to me. My email is nausezone at gmail.com. I would love your help. <clears throat> okay, next question is, what are some tips to keep your staff motivated? Okay, so if you have a staff 
the way to keep them motivated is number one, you must lead by example. If you're thinking, oh, I'm the owner, so I can stroll in late with my Starbucks and shaky shake and hear all that ice going, no. If you're gossiping and 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 you know, kind of arguing or or reprimanding people on the floor in front of clients that they're not gonna be motivated, right? The problem is a lot of times people don't really know what leadership is because we haven't had proper leadership. I've had a few really great mentors that showed me proper leadership for in salons and working on celebrities and traveling around and teaching classes and educating. That's why I excel in all three of those. But I would actually like to excel more in like running a team, you know, a large team, um, doing all this stuff that I'm doing, like organizing Google Drive and, you know, all this administrative kind of computer stuff. But I haven't had a really great mentor in that arena. So it's, I struggle in those. So if you actually are owning a salon, you need to really show the salon that you care. A lot of times people will be like, well, I'm the salon owner. I'll be at home and just texting people and bleed. It's like nothing runs by itself. Nothing, nothing. You have to put in so much blood, sweat, and tears to make things work and then to find a team that would actually, um, you know, do it like you would do it if you weren't there. So how to keep them motivated? That's number one. You got to walk the talk, right? Number two, having monthly check-ins, right? You can have monthly check-ins individually. You can have a monthly um, staff meeting or you can have a quarterly staff meeting and then just monthly check-in. And each month, say you have three people, each person should have a goal. Like, what is your goal this month? Like, what is your personal goal? You tell me and let's see if we can get to it. Do you want three more clients? Do you want this? And also, how can I help you? How can I help to develop you? Do you need to take one of Naja's courses? Do you need to know more things on pricing? Can we help you with your timing? You actually have to do this. And this is why a lot of people don't want to do this because this is straight up babysitting. That's what management is, babysitting grown adults to get these grown adults to act like grown adults. And you yourself might not be acting like a grown adult yet, so it's hard. So that's a way to keep people motivated by actually showing that I'm, I'm here to help you grow and develop. I want you to be better than you were when you started with me, right? And that's both on the technique and kind of the marketing um, retail side. You know, if you're selling retail, have someone say, you know, you haven't sold retail. Let's set a goal for you that you sell $50 in retail this this month, something like that. And also giving incentives, right? An incentive would be, you know, okay, if the goal is $50 in retail, if people can, you really can stretch themselves and get it to 75, you know, or 100, like you sell $100 in retail, um, this month you get, uh, you know, in the drawing to win whatever it is, a Starbucks card, a Target card, a Zappos card, shoes, like you need to know what you can do. And you, it might not be money. You might not be making enough to be able to incentivize people with, you know, a $50, uh, gift card or something like that. But there's other ways to actually kind of have themes like, Hey, this month, you know, green is really in, in, so let's for the next two months, focus on pushing this green color and using these um, uh, crystals and things like that. And then people can take pictures and then you can have your clients vote on it. Like, you know, anonymously put up all of them and be like, what's the best one? Like you have to have fun things like this so that it's like keeps the creative people creatively involved and keeps them. Well, first they have to spark their business and then spark their business mind and then keep that involved. But it's really I, I, I know that it's really hard to do that, right? And, and um, it's not easy. It is not easy to manage people 
And most of the time, people that are in positions of managing people don't yet know how to manage themselves. They don't yet have their life kind of squared away in a disciplined and structured approach because that is kind of what you need in order to have learned that to then be able to help others. But those are some uh, ways to kind of motivate your staff. Okay, last question is, how did you get on the path of doing work for TV and for entertainers? So if you don't know, I am Naja the Nail Guru. I have done celebrities like Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Kanye West, Jay-Z, Mary J. Blige, and Nicki Minaj. The way that I got to do them, and I do have a class called the Tea on Becoming a Celebrity Stylist. So if you're interested, that class is very inexpensive. It's like an hour talk with me. I think it's about 40 bucks. And it's just like, you know, I go over the prices, how to get into it, what to expect, what you need in your kit, and that kind of stuff. And if you still want to do it after you see that, then we can go into even more detail and really get you set up. And a lot of people, I've set up a lot of people in Los Angeles. There's people that are working now in Atlanta and North Carolina. So uh, there's a woman on Instagram, Custom T Nails. She does Sweetie's nails. She does Mary J. Blige's nails. She does all the pink, uh, Jada Pinkett and the Smith's nails. And I showed her the ropes of what to do once she got to LA. And she listened. She put in the work. And now look where she is. She moved to LA with no clientele. She gave up her, you know, uh, I think it was 20 year, 20 years client, or at least 10 years. She had a full book of clients in Connecticut. She moved to LA, wanted to get into the scene. She took my class. I told her what to do. And now look. So that is a tried and true testament of what works. Um... So that's all the details there, but how I actually, because it said, how did you get on the path of doing work for TV and entertainers? This is how I got on the path, and I had no interest or aspirations for it, but I lived in Los Angeles. I owned a salon in Los Angeles. People that would come into my salon worked in the industry. Makeup artists that worked on people, hairstylists that worked on people, right? So the first celebrity client I had was, lo and behold, my childhood idol, Mary J. Blige. I was so over the moon to be going there to do that, right? How did I get that client? I got that client from a waxer, a woman that waxed people two blocks away. She referred me about 200 clients while I owned a salon, just telling people, oh, this is where you can get a manicure, right? One of those clients was Mary J. Blige, so I went to do Mary J. Blige's nails. When I went to do Mary J. Blige's nails, I met her hairstylist, which is Kim Kimball. Kim Kimball's been doing Beyonce's nails, or Beyonce's hair for about 20 years. She was doing Mary's hair for a long time as well. Once I met Kim Kimball, Kim Kimball then introduced me to Eve, to Shakira, MC Light, a bunch of other um, things. And then about five years later, she had the opportunity to do a reality show. And then she asked me to be on the reality show. So I can't stress enough the importance of how to get on the path of doing celebrities is to network with other beauty professionals that don't do your service. So if you do nails, be networking with the waxers, the hairstylists, the makeup artists, photographers, stylists, that kind of stuff. The way that I started working with Lady Gaga was from a makeup artist. Makeup artist, I used to always give him pedicures. He called me and said, hey, there's this new girl that Interscope is putting a lot of money behind. Do you want to do her nails for her album cover tomorrow? I was like, yeah, sure, okay. Send her in. She sent her in. This wasn't Lady Gaga yet. This was just a woman that's like, oh my God, my dreams are coming true. I'm doing an album tomorrow. I don't know what I'm doing. They dyed my hair blonde. They took off my eyebrows. I don't know who I am. That's what she was saying, right? And she had 666 fans or whatever it would be called, followers on MySpace, people. 
back then, there wasn't an Instagram or a Facebook. That's when I met Lady Gaga, and I did it all through working with other beauty professionals. I think this is a really misnomer. People just think like, oh, you know, I, I uh, emailed the personal assistant of this so-and-so, or, or I texted this celebrity, or I met a celebrity on the plane and said, here, let me do your nails. Maybe or maybe not that's gonna work, but I can guarantee you what worked for me, what worked for custom T-nails, what worked for three or four other people I work with is networking with the other beauty professionals that already work with them. You get on the makeup artist or hairstylist side, it's more important than getting on the assistant side because that assistant can get replaced way faster than a hairstylist. Let me tell you that. That's And it's way better to get with the other glam squad people than the publicist, the manager, none of them. Those people also work. Of course, if you meet them, you know, network, but it's networking. Networking with other beauty professionals. I can't stress this point enough about networking. And I believe that there is a podcast <clears throat> that I did on, I think it's called The Secret Sauce of Networking, but definitely networking is in the title. So scroll back if you haven't um, listen to that one so that you can learn the tips and tricks of how to properly network because I've gotten everything I have in this career by networking. Everything. Everything. A Guinness World Record. All the celebrities I've done. Do you know what I mean? Like the the clients, the, the opportunities I have working with Booksy, the opportunity I have working with other big companies. It's all through networking. If you really know how to network within a two to four year period of straight up networking, day, you know, all the time, it's gonna, it'll roll over and then you don't have to be networking as hard anymore. I still network, of course, not as hard because those three to four years of networking, now that fruit is starting to come in and people are gonna call you more. But you gotta put in about two to three years of solid networking with maybe not that, not as big results as you're expecting, but little things here and there that build and build and build and build and build. So I hope that helped, but networking is the name of the game and uh, I'm really happy to be of service. So. Until next time, ciao.